Welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. Uh, this is Scott. Great to have you with us today as we uh, head to episode number 36 of the Teal Shirt Report. We're going to talk about the quarterback room for just a moment, and in particular, Gardner Minshew. He's been ramping out, ramping up the workouts. That's right, Minshew's been ramping up the workouts. He's working out hard. I've seen the uh, workout videos, the weights, uh, running or jogging with the heavy ball, uh, the weights, the workouts. You know, especially I was impressed with the workouts with the uh, the heavy ball. But Gardner Minshew is getting into tremendous, tremendous shape. I've seen the passing videos, too, where he's on the money, very efficient, very accurate in his passing videos. He has been working out very, very hard in the offseason. That's Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Gardner Minshew. Now, if you take a look at the quarterback room, you know, you got Gardner Minshew as your starter, obviously. Mike Glennon. That's uh, Mike Lennon, who was signed just a few weeks ago by the Jaguars, who has spent, you know, time as a backup. You know, the Bears actually paid him a pretty good piece of money at one time to be their starter, but he's basically been a little more than a glorified backup, you know, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Bears, the Raiders. He's had his chances to start at a couple of stops, but Glennon is in Jacksonville to be the backup. He's going to battle Josh Dobbs for the backup quarterback position. And it's going to be interesting. And then you got Jake Tootin, who was uh, drafted out of Oregon State. You know, uh, Mr. Tootin was actually a six-round pick, just like Gardner Minshew was uh, with the Jaguars. Uh, Jake Tootin out of Oregon State. He did put up some – in some of the games did really put up some – some major stats. It's Jake Tootin at Oregon State. So he's going to be your, you know, your basically your fourth quarterback in camp. But who knows? Maybe he'll surprise some people like Gardner did uh, last year. So the quarterback room seems to be set now with Gardner Minshew as your starting quarterback for your Jacksonville Jaguars. The uh, backup quarterback, a little bit of a battle based on the contract. So, I, you know, Mike Glennon, is probably your leading backup. However, Josh Dobbs, who the Jaguars picked up last year, you know, right after Nick Foles got hurt. Of course, the Jaguars traded Nick Foles in the offseason to Chicago for a fourth-round draft pick. But, uh, you know, the, the Jaguars do have a draft pick invested in Josh Dobbs. Um, Josh Dobbs and Mike Glennon, you know, two veteran guys. Josh Dobbs has not played a lot. At the NFL level, he played his quarter, his, his college ball at uh, Tennessee, of course. Uh, Mike Glennon has made some NFL starts, has been a starting quarterback. He made, I know for at least one year, he made some really good money with the Chicago Bears. Then he kind of gravitated into a backup role with the Bears earlier with the Buccaneers. And then last year, he was a backup with the Raiders. So you got some guys in the quarterback room you know, that have played, have been around the block. Um, Dobbs and Glennon obviously have more experience in Gardner Minshew. He was a rookie last year, but Gardner shows so much promise now. And Jake Tootin, Jake Tootin out of Oregon State, my guess would be unless we see something really crazy good out of Jake Tootin, he's probably going to end up on the practice squad. Dobbs and Glennon, 
It's going to be interesting. One of those guys may be dumped um, during training camp, which I keep hearing training camp, you know, the offices, and we're talking about the effects of COVID-19. We know that the day after Memorial Day, I believe it was the day after Memorial Day, just a few days ago, uh, the office employees back to work with social distancing and some rules and regulations. But uh, the Jaguars office staff, I, as I understand it, they're back to work. And the rumors are the training camp may start, you know, in, in late July. And we'll see about the season. I think the NFL wants to start things, you know, right there, that first part of September. There's been a few people that, that have been saying they might possibly push the start of the season into early October. Right now, though, it looks like at the present time they're on schedule for September, but, you know, things can change between now and then. So we'll have to see. You are listening to the Teal Shirt Report today. We do appreciate you tuning in. You can also follow us at BigJReport.com on our website. That's BigJReport.com. Uh, we want to thank uh, Mr. Larry Saucer at Saucer Realty in Lake City. He has a lot of great real estate listings uh, throughout North Florida, you know, primary, primarily in Lake City, Live Oak, and surrounding areas. He's got listings in other areas, too, and I know Larry comes to Jacksonville as well. But if you're looking for some, you know, looking for some real estate, investments or perhaps a home or even some some business real estate uh, make sure you contact mr larry saucer at saucer realty where he's home based in lake city florida he's you know he's only like uh lake city's only about an hour west of jacksonville you can go to our website at bigjreport.com and scroll down to our weather report and you can click on uh saucer realty and their website, and check out their uh, North Florida listings. You are listening to the Teal Shirt Report, and we do appreciate your listing. We have a lot more to come. Yes, okay, you are listening to episode 36 of the Teal Shirt Report. And we do appreciate you uh, tuning in today to the Teal Shirt Report. You know, the environment we're in now with COVID-19, the death of uh, George uh, Floyd, the death of uh, George Floyd and that whole uh, situation that took place um, a few days ago, uh, right before we, um, I believe, recorded the last podcast, I believe, uh, here on the Teal Shirt Report. You know, there was a curfew in Jacksonville. You know, due to uh, the protesting, which some of the protesting, some of the protesting led to some rioting, but there were a number of peaceful uh, protesting uh, as well. And of course, that was going on not only in Jacksonville, but all over the country, particularly, particularly in Minnesota, uh, where that situation occurred with the death of uh, George Floyd at the hands of a uh, police officer up in Minnesota. So all we can do is uh, pray. Any protesting, we hope it certainly stays. Um, I'd like, you know, it's, it's not staying minimal, obviously, but it is a, a well-talked about, you know, a well-documented um, situation. 
And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's been some peaceful protesting, which has been good. When you see the, you know, the unrest of rioting, looting, and even damaging property or even damaging other people, you know, that's when you have to kind of draw the line. But, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, it's a difficult situation that our country's in. Um, COVID-19, the death of uh, George uh, Floyd and that whole George Floyd situation, which has been unfolding over the last several days. There was a curfew in Jacksonville after the first day of protesting and some some looting and a little bit of rioting. There was a uh, curfew imposed uh, here in Jacksonville uh, last Sunday, May 31st, from about 8 p.m., in the evening until 6 a.m. And I know many of the stores um, in in town, like the drugstores, closed as early as 6 o'clock last uh, Sunday evening. This is the Teal Shirt Report. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report. We're recording the Teal Shirt Report on this uh, Sunday, uh, June the 7th. Uh, We've been getting heavy rains while we're recording uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida, at World Headquarters. A lot of heavy rain out there. We've gotten over five inches of rain from Saturday night, late Saturday night, June the 6th. Late Saturday night, June the 6th. uh, The heavy rains, the rains and the heavy rains started after 10 o'clock, late Saturday night, June 6th. And now we've been getting heavy rains just about all morning on this Sunday morning, June the 7th. You are listening to the Teal Shirt Report. My name is Scott. We appreciate you tuning in. Some uh, some stuff going on, you know, in the nation. Of course, the uh, the death of uh, George Floyd, the George Floyd situation, has led to uh, you know curfews across the the nation. We had one curfew in Jacksonville that uh, took place uh, last Saturday back on May 31st, where the businesses closed up on Sunday evening, even the drugstores that normally stay open, you know, until all hours of the night or most, most of the night closed early at six o'clock PM as a uh, curfew, um, was instituted for one night in uh, Jacksonville on Sunday night, May 31st. And we, we did talk about this and discuss this uh, a little bit earlier. So, Between COVID-19, the uh, sad uh, situation of the death of uh, George Floyd, and so a lot of things going on. Uh, George Floyd, obviously the George Floyd situation, as well as COVID-19, dominating the news. And of course, the George Floyd situation, just a terrible tragedy that happened at the hands of a police officer up in Minnesota. And I know they just um, uh, over this past weekend they had the uh, the uh, George Floyd uh, funeral. So our prayers go out to everyone. A lot of people involved because there's a lot of protesting going on all across the nation. It's affecting everyone. I'm still hearing very very heavy rain as we record the uh, Teal Shirt Report. Remember you can follow us at uh, BigJReport.com as well. So. Taking a look at entertainment, I've been watching the Travel Channel some, uh, some great food. I mean, in Chicago, they put just about everything you want on a hot dog. My favorite hot dog is probably mustard and ketchup and maybe some 
chili and slaw. Up in Chicago, they like tomatoes and pickles and and everything else. I've seen, um, my goodness, on that that hot dog show, I saw baked beans on a hot dog. I mean, if you think of anything, they can put almost anything on a hot dog. If you've got a hot dog recipe, hey, send it to me at scott at bigjreport.com. That's my email address, scott at bigjreport.com. That is our email address, scott at bigjreport.com. Love to get your hot dog recipes, and we'll mention them uh, right here on the Teal Shirt Report. So I'm watching the Travel Channel. You know, I've watched shows in the past from Brazil when they've had the exotic fish. Um, I did watch this weekend, watch some, uh, you know, some some stuff going on in Hong Kong. I mean, a lot of, uh, you know, people talk about you know, food that's not good out of Asia. But, I mean, this food I saw looked really good. It was uh, wontons with uh, bamboo filling and shrimp filling. Man, that food looked really, really good. And they've got a lot in Hong Kong, a lot of uh, a lot of fish they cook too. So looks look really fresh. So some good food when you check out uh, uh, the food shows or bizarre food that Travel Channel. I really enjoy watching those sometimes as well. We talked about the Jaguars quarterback room a little bit earlier. Hey, Gardner Minshew. I mean, this is a guy that's working out. He's uh, he's got something to prove in year two. He wants to prove that. Year one was not a fluke. He wants to show that improvement. I, I think the Jaguars' offense could end up being improved over last year and could certainly end up being better than the Jaguars' defense. You do hope with the defense being rebuilt with, with a couple of rookies uh, that were drafted in the first round that the Jaguars' defense could be on the mend and improving as well. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll certainly see what happens. As far as the concerts go, you know, we've talked about concerts in North Florida being either postponed and canceled. In fact, all the shows in March, April, and May, the majority of all the shows, it was sometime in March, the concerts started getting canceled or postponed in March, April, and May. Sadly, most most, and now all of the concerts in North Florida and surrounding areas due to COVID-19 had been postponed or canceled because of the coronavirus. The next scheduled concert is the Doobie Brothers 50th anniversary tour at Daly's Place on Friday, on Friday night, June 12th at 7.30 p.m. in Jacksonville, Florida. We told everyone that listens to the Teal Shirt Report that we would keep an eye on this. And we have we have been keeping an eye on the Doobie Brothers show, and we now understand the Doobie Brothers show that was scheduled for Daly's Place on June the 12th here in Jacksonville, Florida, has been postponed, we have learned. Now, also scheduled the really big show at TIAA Bank Field at the stadium, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett, and the Blackhearts, scheduled for Thursday, scheduled for Thursday, June the 18th. Again, that show, again, repeating, also scheduled Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett, and the Blackhearts, Scheduled for Thursday, June the 18th at 4.30 p.m. Here in 2020 at TIAA Bankfield in Jacksonville, Florida. This show has not been postponed or canceled as of yet, but we'll keep an eye on that one. The uh, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett and the Blackheart Show is scheduled for the stadium 
on Thursday, June the 18th, beginning at 4.30 p.m. That's a lot of groups in one day, so they'll start early, uh, late in the afternoon. So that's some of what's going on with our our North Florida entertainment. Keep in mind, you can follow us at BigJReport.com on our website. That is BigJReport.com. want to thank our sponsors of the Teal Shirt Report. want to thank uh, Larry Saucer at Saucer Realty. Larry's got a lot of great listings, you know, at Saucer Realty in Lake City. And you can check our website at BigJReport.com. Larry's uh, website, uh, Saucer Realty's website, is on our website as uh, Saucer Realty is one of our uh, sponsors of the Big J Report, of course, and the uh, Teal Shirt Report. Also want to thank Anchor.fm. That's where the uh, podcast originates from. Although uh, what's kind of cool is our podcast has been picked up by many, many different platforms. We're on Spotify. Just when you click on podcast on Spotify, just uh, type in Teal Shirt Report. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor. Uh, I, I did hear the podcast on Google Podcast as well. It's easy to find on Google Podcast by typing in Teal Shirt Report. So you can find us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, what, Pod Paradise, Apple. We are on the Apple uh, Podcast as well. And uh, many, many other platforms. There's a lot of platforms where you can overcast, I believe, is another one. So uh, check us out. Check us out. The Teal Shirt Report, where we talk about the Jaguars primarily and North Florida Entertainment as well. We uh, also talk college football, primarily the Florida Gators. But I tell you what, on this particular episode... We're going to talk SEC football for a moment before we wrap up the Teal Shirt Report. Let me say this. You know, I'm excited that college football is going to be starting back up soon. Uh, We'll see if it starts on time, you know, in uh, early September or if it starts maybe two, three, four weeks later than it's scheduled to start. However, here's what I like as far as the SEC Eastern Division. I like the Florida Gators winning the division this year. It's going to come down to Florida and Georgia right here in Jacksonville. I think what's going to put Florida over the top is a few things. Trask, an experienced quarterback. And uh, Trask, I mean, uh, number 11, Kyle Trask, had a great year last year after he took over the reins after, of course, uh, Felipe Franks was injured. Felipe is now uh, transferred to Arkansas, I understand. But Kyle Trask and an improving offensive line. Uh, And also, Florida still has uh, some good receivers on the roster as well. Florida looks pretty good, but I I like the experience of the offensive line. They're going to be more experienced and more talented, I think, than last year. And let me tell you what, Coach Dan Mullen, he's worked that transfer portal. He's picked up two or three really key additions uh, from the transfer portal, Florida will be tough. But, however, Georgia's going to be tough, too. I uh, I like Florida to win the game in Jacksonville by about six points. Now, Georgia may actually be favored in the game. We'll see what happens. Should be a really good game this year. I like Florida to finally, after losing to Georgia for the last you know few years here, uh, I look for Florida to, to catch Georgia on the rebound here. And uh, Florida to win by six points. And I think the Florida-Georgia game 
is going to actually decide the Southeastern Conference Championship this year. I look for Florida to win that game over Georgia by six points. So Florida should finish uh, first in the East, Georgia second. The third-place battle in the East between Kentucky and Tennessee, I'll probably take Tennessee because they're kind of coming on. I mean, they had a great second half of the season, which uh, did include a Gator Bowl. Uh, win last year right here in Jacksonville. But, you know, Kentucky is pretty stable. They've had their, you know, their coach in place for a few years now. Uh, That's why I think they're always going to be a tough out. I mean, Kentucky could upset anyone in the league or the division. But uh, for third place, I think Tennessee might squeak, uh, squeak third place out over Kentucky. So we're probably looking at Tennessee third place, Kentucky fourth, South Carolina, who, you know, did upset Georgia last year, and then Florida beat South Carolina, I think, a couple of weeks later. But South Carolina is probably the fifth-place Eastern team. Uh, Missouri is still trying to, to kind of rebound from losing uh, Drew Locke, you know, from a couple of years ago, their fine quarterback. I look for Missouri to finish sixth. And Vandy has been strong in some years where they've been very, very competitive. But Vandy seems to be back to being Vandy. We'll pick them seventh. Now, we're not going to do the SEC West yet. I've got to study that more. But I do think that the SEC West is interesting from this standpoint. I think you could see as many as three or four teams battling for the division title. I, uh, in the transfer portals coming into play, LSU had a season last year that was just, I mean, one for the ages. I, I don't, I don't see LSU ever having a season again that good, even though they got a lot of great athletes and LSU is always going to be in the mix in the Western division. But I think there could be as many as three or four teams that battle for the title. I think you got to, you know, you got to obviously think about Alabama, Auburn, I'll slip LSU in there again. And I think Texas A&M could be a dark horse, but we'll have our Western division picks probably on the next podcast. But I like Florida in the East, and I think that Florida-Georgia game not only will be the Eastern division championship, but I think it could be the SEC title too. I think the Eastern division will sneak in there and beat the West this year. I think the West may not have as dominating In other words, the West will not have one team as dominating as they've had in the past. I see a great division race in the West with the battle uh, with as many as three or four different teams, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, and possibly Texas A&M in the mix as a a dark horse for the Western title in uh, 2020. But, you know, with COVID-19 and, you know, all the things that could happen between now and the start of the college football season, I – I really wouldn't put it past a surprise team or two to pop up nationally that we don't think is going to win a lot of games, but COVID-19 is kind of the wild card. I mean, are there some players that come down with the virus possibly? Um, The transfer portal is uh, a key instrument that Dan Mullen has been using very effectively. So there's a lot of variables and a lot of unknowns, but that's kind of how I see it so far as of June the 7th. I see a very balanced Western division where there might not be one team that stands out above the the big three or four in the Western division. It's a tough division, no doubt, but Alabama, Auburn, LSU, and maybe Texas A&M as a a wild card. You know, Texas A&M 
maybe a dark horse in the Western Division in 2020. So I really think the Eastern Division winner, and in particular the winner of the Florida-Georgia game, could hold the key for the entire SEC championship in 2020. We'll take a look at the Western Division on the next podcast as well. Uh, We've been brought to you by Saucer Realty. A lot of great North Florida listings at Saucer Realty. I've talked to my friend Larry Saucer. You can access his uh, website when you go to our site at bigjreport.com. He's one of our sponsors of our weather information on the homepage. Scroll all the way down and find Saucer Realty. Uh, they're about halfway through the weather report, so you'll find Saucerility there. I want to thank Anchor.fm, where the podcast originates from, although we're on many, many other platforms like uh, uh, Google Podcast, uh, Spotify, Pod Paradise, Overcast. Uh, Spotify is a really good one. I like, I enjoy Spotify's uh, podcast. Google Podcast is pretty good as well. They're, they're, they all do an outstanding job. I need to mention we're on Buzzsprout too. Buzzsprout has a, a really nice player to listen to your uh, podcast on as well. So again, we're sponsored by Anchor.fm, uh, Saucerility, Larry Saucer at Saucerility with a lot of North Florida listings. And of course, check us out. At BigJReport.com, we follow the the news, the sports, the weather, the concerts at BigJReport.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Teal Shirt Report. Have a great day. We'll be back again soon talking Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, some other area sports as well, like the Southeastern Conference. We got some sports coming up. The NBA. As I've been told, the NBA looks like they're going to start on July the 31st playing kind of exclusively in Orlando. They've invited 22 teams tentatively to start the NBA season back up on July the 31st in Orlando. 22 teams will be there. There'll be just a few regular season games to kind of, you know, to kind of figure out, well, who's going to advance to the the playoffs. So there'll be a very – there'll be some – just a handful of regular season games, and then they'll move right into the playoffs uh, down in Orlando, Florida, with the entire NBA apparently playing in Orlando. The NHL will probably start playing around the corner. And, uh, you know, the NBA, a lot of people are going to be watching the NBA to see how they do during the uh, COVID-19 uh, you know, 19 period here. So that'll do it for the Teal Shirt Report. That's some of what's going on. Uh, thank you for listening in to our Teal Shirt Report. Again, brought to you by Anchor.fm, uh, Saucerility. And again, follow us at BigJReport.com. Have a great day. My name is Scott. This has been our 36th episode of the Teal Shirt Report, our 36th episode or show, if you will. We'll talk to you again real soon. Uh, 36 episodes in the can now. You guys have a great day. This is Scott, and you've been listening. Yes, you've been listening to the Teal Shirt Report. Have a great day.